Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What's up, everybody? It's time for the First and Ten podcast, recapping all the moves that the Raiders made in the 2023 NFL Draft. We are live at Raiders headquarters. It's Heidi Fang and Vinny Bonsignor. And right now we're going to deliver to you a full recap of everything that went down for the last three days of the NFL Draft. Don't forget, we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download that app today. Also, don't forget, hit subscribe wherever you are checking out this show. What's up, everyone? It's Heidi Fang here with Vinny Bonsignor, our Raiders beat writer, and it's time to recap the Raiders draft. Let's start it off with day three here in the books from Raiders headquarters, where Dave Ziegler spoke to us about the kind of character he was looking for in all of the players drafted. Vinny, it seems the Raiders now have themselves a foundation, and relative to that, got a lot of positional needs accomplished as well. How, first of all, just on an overview, did you feel about the Raiders and their draft of the the last few days. Yeah, and if you're worried about offensive line, uh, not necessarily a big worry. They, they have signed two already undrafted free agents uh, out of Tennessee, Chattanooga, and Arkansas that are kind of going to come in and come in and compete on the offensive line. Uh, but as it relates to the draft, look, you ended up with you know potentially a backup or future starting quarterback, uh, a starting tight end, a starting rush end, uh, help at defensive tackle where they doubled up a defensive tackle, linebacker, safety, and cornerback, uh, and wide receiver, adding some uh, some speed to that position. So especially on defense, they they hit every single uh, level of their defense. It's not a finished product, uh, as Dave Ziegler said. You're not going to figure out uh, all your issues in one draft, but it's a step in the right direction, and I think they have brought in some characteristics. You look at the defensive additions that they've made, a lot of guys that have made plays on the ball. Uh, I think it was 11 interceptions uh, between the uh, cornerback that they brought in and the safety that they brought in. Uh, The Florida linebacker is somebody that uh, had a lot of production in terms of tackling and also defending the pass, so they're looking for characteristics of play making, and when you look at the Raiders' defense, they've been terrible at forcing turnovers over the last few years. Uh, And when you look at the numbers produced by the players that they brought in in this draft, uh, it was obvious they were prioritizing that. One of the more interesting players that I took something away from today, well, there were a few actually, but I want to start with Ja'Korian Bennett because he mentioned that he almost quit football. That was pretty insane, something I've never really heard before from a player in terms of after being drafted, talking about an occasion where they almost walked away from the sport. How important is it for the Raiders to get these kind of guys that have that dog in them, so yeah. to speak? Look at Aiden, Aiden uh, O'Connell, the yeah. quarterback from Purdue, started his career as a walk-on. Uh, at Purdue and was ninth on the depth chart. He had to look a long way. It took, as I wrote, it took an Olympian long jump just to leapfrog over the eight players that were ahead of him to get a chance. And it took him two years uh, to do that. So there was a lot of perseverance, as he told us. You know, maybe I was dumb. I probably should have transferred or something, but he stuck it out and obviously became a prolific passer uh, at Purdue and was better off for the experience. So yeah, those characteristics of leadership, doggedness, um, the want to, uh, those are characteristics that the Raiders, I think, are prioritizing and it was really reflected in some of the guys that they brought in. What was also reflected was their ability to have extra time to really assess some of these players, given that they were able to see them in the Senior Bowl. How much of a resource was that for the Raiders in this draft, do you think? Yeah, uh, huge. Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator, was the head coach uh, of one of the teams uh, over in the Senior Bowl. So it it gave him an opportunity to really 
not only get a look at guys when they're on the field, which is really important, obviously, uh, but also what they were like in the locker room, in the meeting room, uh, as they interacted with their teammates and coaches. So I think that was uh, really important. What also struck me was, you remember Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniel showed up last year in January, right? Well, Dave Ziegler told a story about how he was talking to Josh McDaniels about O'Connell, the quarterback, in October. <laughs> so it tells you how much longer they were able to be at this compared to last year when they were rushing the whole draft process together after coming aboard. Well, now that they've had time to, to really put in a year plus together uh, and, and scouting and whatnot and, and reflected in, in Aiden O'Connell, Dave Ziegler walked up to Josh and said, look, you know, I know you're busy with your season right now, but you're going to watch this kid from Purdue at some point, and I'm pretty sure you're going to like him. Uh, and that was way back in October. Yeah. Uh, and sure enough, he did like him, and they did draft him. So it just lets you know sort of um, how different things were this year in the draft process compared to last year when everything was just sort of a rush job as they tried to play catch-up from January on. They've been at this one for a while. I have to dive into Aiden O'Connell there as you bring him up because there was a comp on NFL Network talking about his quick release and comparing it to that of Tom Brady's. Do you think that that is something that actually was a thought in Dave Ziegler's mind as well as he was looking over what kind of player he is in terms of mechanics? Yeah, that's pretty lofty praise. But right. <laughs> when you do watch him throw the ball, yeah. though, he flicks it. Uh, he's got a, uh, a great accuracy and just kind of a flick of the hand uh, to, to get the ball out with velocity and, and accuracy. So that's that's really good. But yes, there's no doubt. And here's the thing about Aiden O'Connell. Don't expect him to run uh, at all. He's not a mobile quarterback, but he makes up for that with quick, quick decision-making, processing, and that arm uh, that Heidi just talked about and the release that has drawn some comparisons to Tom Brady. We're not going to put that kind of pressure on him, but um, those are characteristics that if you can't make plays with your legs, what's the next best thing? Make it with your head and your arm, and certainly Aiden O'Connell, at least at the college level, was able to do that. One linebacker in this hall, Amari Bernie, interestingly enough, also a relative of somebody here on the Raiders roster, Brandon Faison, asking to maybe borrow a room for the time being until, or live in a room for the time being until he can find the time to figure out what he's going to do here in Las Vegas. Uh, how, I think, interesting is it that you see a pair of cousins on a football team roster together. That doesn't really happen that often, does it? No, it doesn't <laughs> at all. I, I, uh, you know, in, 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 uh, when I think about it, and, you know, a lot of times you go to a team that you had a friend you played with or maybe played high school sure. with or, or knew from way back when, but this is a family member. And this is going to be somebody that is, and they don't play the same position, so, uh, uh, right? They don't play the no, same. They, no, yeah, linebacker and a cornerback. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. losing my train of thought there for a second, so they're not competing with each other, which would have made that kind of interesting. Um, but but that, that's a support system for him, mm -hmm. somebody that he knows is going to have his back uh, and be there for him. And, and so that's pretty cool. So, uh, Brandon, if you haven't added on, Add it onto the house just yet. Uh, you might want to call the construction company and add a new room on because it may you might be getting a new roommate here. <laughs> Christopher Smith is an interesting one as you bring up linebackers, cornerbacks, things like that. He's kind of a hybrid type player. How important was it for the Raiders to find these types of players that have multiple skill sets that can play different positional depth on the roster? Yeah, it's interesting about him because I came across a, a, an article uh, last week about him. Uh, from the Patriots' perspective, and they were they were targeting uh, Smith in the draft, and the first name that came up in the article was they felt like he was uh, had a lot of the same characteristics as Jerron Harmon, uh, the longtime Patriots safety who obviously played here uh, with the Raiders last year. Uh, that's pretty good right there. I mean, if, if, if the Patriots are talking about him along those lines, and obviously they had Jerron for a long time, and then Dave Ziegler, 
brought up Deron Harmon today when we talked about Christopher Smith. So that's pretty uh, telling. And another guy, I think he had six interceptions, interceptions the last two years, a guy that gets his hands on the ball and the way Ziegler described him, somebody that uses his head and his intelligence to read routes. Uh, mirror routes, nowhere to be, uh, which is half the battle. Uh, and then when he gets where he needs to be, he makes plays as well. The Raiders did make some aggressive moves here in this draft, moving up at times to get the guys that they had moved, that they had ranked on their uh, list as being priorities. Let's hear from Dave Ziegler now on those aggressive moves made by him and the team that was in charge of drafting today. I think it was a little bit of, of a product of this draft. Um, um, I wouldn't say the depth in this draft as we went through was probably as maybe as, as strong as it has been in past years. And so I think it was a product of just uh, just kind of how the draft started to play out and what it really started kind of once you get into it, you can have an idea, but you start to get a feel almost like how a game's going to be played. Um, you start to get a feel of the board and kind of what the overall surplus is or um, lack of a surplus is. And so I think that that um, influenced some of our decision making in terms of packaging some picks and moving up to get some targets based on what we thought was potentially going to be uh, left for us at the end of the draft. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. I think that, you know, we've I talked about this at different times in my first year, but um, we have different grades that we grade in terms of we grade the player for what he does on the field. And then we also have a level of grades of, of, I would say, just the character, the football intelligence and putting that all together. I just think it's so hard to win in the NFL that you want to be careful of how many people you're bringing in that are going to expel extra resources. We understand that everyone's developing and growing and that these are young kids. That's why we have a player development department and we have a rookie program and we have all these things to help grow individuals. But if you're spending a lot of time, I'd say, um, you know, worrying about guys being on time or, you know, extra time in the training room or immaturity and different things like that, that definitely weighs into the, to our thought process when we're making, uh, making different picks. And again, you're going to take some calculated risks and gambles. Not everyone's going to be perfect. And we understand that, but, uh, a, the lower the maintenance on the player, I think that gives you a better opportunity, one for that player to grow because there's less distractions. And then it kind of magnifies for the team. And it's when you have a lot more people that are not maintenance, and are focusing just on winning football games, I think that's a good foundation. That was Dave Ziegler. Now I want to get a little bit of your report card, Vinny. How do you think the Raiders did overall? Complete haul, nine players, right? A lot of defense mixed in there. Like you said, not online right now, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of opportunity for that. I mean, if we go back to last year, you saw how many undrafted free agents came in that actually Absolutely. had an impact on the team from right. Luke Masterson to Sam Webb to Isaiah Palomau. Right. How do you think the Raiders did overall when you look at what happened here in the draft? Yeah, uh, I thought they, they 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 hit most of the right chords. Um, like we talked about, they, they hit all three levels of their defense. Uh, that was a goal coming in. Uh, they wanted to address quarterback, bring a young quarterback into the building. We don't know what Aiden O'Connell is going right. to be all about. But even if you get a good, solid backup quarterback, that's that's a nice investment with your fourth round uh, pick. I think they got a stud in Michael Mayer, uh, the tight end from, from Notre Dame, just a tremendous football player. I think they got a guy with a lot of upside and just a huge 
physical force uh, in Tyree Wilson uh, from from uh, from Texas Tech. So I think they have I think uh, Byron Jones mm -hmm. uh, from out Al the Alabama Byron Jones has a chance <laughs> to compete early on uh, for snaps. So you know you, you you might be looking at three day one starters or, or at least two day one starters and a guy that's going to be in the rotation uh, in Jones uh, and the cornerback from Maryland I believe is going to come in and fight for some time early on. So um, I felt like. It was it was a step in the right direction for the Raiders. It's putting the grades on it. We're really not going to know for for a couple of years. Uh, but I felt like there was a plan. There was a plan of attack. They didn't hit all the guys that they wanted to. Uh, I'm interested. Dave talked about some of the offensive linemen that they had on their uh, radar that went a couple picks before them. It happens sometimes in the draft. It's not fun, uh, but that's the reality of the draft. There's 31 other teams that have needs as well. Um, so I, I felt like overall they did a pretty good job. Now I can't wait to see what this thing looks like when we get to OTAs and training camp and then the regular season. That is the fun part. Somebody I was curious about was the quarterbacks. He mentioned that as well, saying that there appeared to be a run. Jay yes. Kaner went first, then they went with Aiden O'Connell, moved up for that pick. I was wondering if you thought maybe the same thing I thought, which was that maybe they were thinking of also bringing in Jay Kaner and that opportunity slipped through their fingers. Yeah, that was somebody that they definitely liked. And I think that you know, you try to play that game of, all right, we could hold off, we could hold off, we could hold off. Nobody's going for the quarterbacks just yet. And then, boom, right. there goes Jake Hayner, probably somebody that they had uh, on, on their radar without question. And then right after that, the very next pick, Stetson Bennett uh, from Georgia went to the Rams. I'm not sure he was uh, a Raider-type guy, uh, but I think Jake was. And once Stenson uh, was drafted, I think the Raiders and Dave Ziegler decided we're not going to wait any longer. They immediately traded up uh, to go uh, get, get Aiden O'Connell and get their young quarterback in the building. All right, so let's sum it up again. They have their defensive picks here. In terms of the secondary, how much stronger now do you feel like that is with the pieces that they really needed in terms of depth and corner and safety and th those types of positional needs? Yeah, and I think that there's post-draft free agency that they're going to uh, dive into a little bit, maybe at that position. But don't forget, they did bring in Duke Shelley. They brought in David Long. Uh, they brought back Brandon Faison. They still have Nate Hobbs coming back. Uh, you talked about Sam Webb. Tyler Hall, carryovers over, carry from last year. Meek Robertson is still on the roster. There's some young players and in, in, in guys like Sam Webb and, and, and Nate Hobbs that, you know, they have high hopes for. So, um, you know, you, you can't always forget about the older guys or the guys that are coming back right. or that are still on the roster. There's still a future for them. And if they continue to mature and grow and develop, uh, you, you know, you might end up with a good player. I think Nate Hobbs has, still has a bright future. So don't forget about those guys. I know the shiny new toys are here uh, in the building through the draft, but there's a bunch of guys on the team right now uh, that 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 I think um, are, are going to be able to really stabilize that position. It's not a great position right now, but um, you know, and I do think that in the future, whether it's through trades or, or post-draft free agency, they're going to have to uh, address. But um, you know, they've got they've got the building blocks uh, to at least go out there and compete this year at that position. All right, here is your final draft roster from the 2023 NFL Draft for the Las Vegas Raiders. At edge, Tyree Wilson, tight end Michael Mayer, defensive tackle Byron Young, wide receiver Trey Tucker, cornerback Ja'Korian Bennett, quarterback Aiden O'Connell, safety Christopher Smith, linebacker Amari Bernie, and defensive tackle Nesta Jade Silvera. We appreciate everybody for joining us here from Raiders headquarters all throughout the draft and for tuning in on all of our shows, our podcasts. Make sure to hit subscribe on those as well. We have always been uh, excited to present to you all of these types of things, and we will keep you up to date as we go through the offseason workouts, the rookie camp, everything that happens here from Raiders headquarters. For Vinny Bonsignor, I'm Heidi Fang. Thank you for tuning in.
Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. 